Welcome back to another edition of the Sean Light Podcast. My name is Sean Light. I'm the CEO of 4A Health, and I am releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to answer one question. How can health and fitness professionals rise above the rest to become recognized as a leader in our industry, all while being paid what you are worth and building a ridiculously exciting financial future? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Sean Light Podcast, episode 200, 228, oh my gosh, 228 here, guys. Yeah, I don't have anything. I was going to just, I was just going to uh, just keep rocking and rolling with some random freaking intro, but I don't have anything for you. Uh, guys, today what we're going to talk about kind of stems from a phone call that I had yesterday uh, with a prospective coaching client. And I think I think today's and tomorrow's are going to be interesting, interesting calls for the for the fact that this is like real world questions that I've been getting uh, from people who are in your shoes. So yesterday I was asked how to become a stronger public speaker. And I love this question because I actually love public speaking. I'm surprised that I like it as much as I do, but I genuinely, I, I told my mom this recently uh, because she was asking me similar questions. She was like, why, you know, what is it about public speaking that you like? And back when I played basketball, I always, you know, I wanted to like get in the zone and, you know, and, and I did, like I got in the zone from time to time and felt, you know, it felt, feels amazing uh, when you feel like you just simply cannot miss and everything's firing on all cylinders. But the way that I feel when I'm public speaking is exactly how I always wanted to feel and tried to feel back when I played basketball. And I felt it for the first time uh, maybe a year ago when I just was hyper prepared in the zone, like feeling good, taking risks, getting the, getting the place energized. Uh, and having done that, starting to really realize my forte and my, and how much I really enjoy public speaking. So with that in mind, I want to, I want to do today's podcast on some recommendations and how to improve your ability to public speak. And I will say this, I believe that public speaking is the most impressive skill set that anybody can have. We all know what it feels like to stand up in front of an audience, whether that be an audience of 3,000 or an audience of 20 uh, for a class project. We all know what it feels like to stand up in front of people and to bring energy, to be confident, to know what you're saying, to be able to communicate and teach and entertain. We all know that, that that's tough. I look at guys like Tony Robbins, uh, and I'm always impressed just how by their ability to do that. I look at people, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always, I'm always surprised when I, uh, when like famous people are giving some sort of public address and they're always pretty, pretty solid, pr pretty well trained at public speaking. And I don't think that's any coincidence. And I think that there's a lot that goes into it. So what I want to tell you, I would say that the first thing that I think is really important uh, is your preparation for 
depending on how long you speak, whether it be an hour, I feel like an hour is a pretty typical presentation length that, you know, if you're going to go speak at a conference or something, I think an hour uh, is a pretty standard presentation length. Uh, and when you are, it, it, you know, it's kind of like every, the, the old saying, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. And it, 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 it there's a lot there's a lot to be said for the way it feels to get punched in the face while you're public speaking. It could be just the shock and awe of seeing all the eyeballs staring at you. It could be the uh, you could you could say a joke that nobody laughs at. You could just get super nervous and all of a sudden you're forgetting things. So preparation, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is wildly wildly important. Uh, the more prepared you are, the easier it is to go through go through the presentation. When I first became a strength and conditioning coach in 2013, I did uh, I, I applied to speak at the NSCA National Convention. Uh, and I they accepted me for whatever reason. Uh, and I spoke, I was a headliner for the NSCA National Convention in Louisville, Kentucky. And I I spoke the, the the title of my of my presentation was programming corrective exercises. I had never done outside of a school project. I had never done a public speaking engagement until that moment. I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know what kind of audience I would have. I didn't know what kind of room I was going to be in. I knew nothing. All I knew is that I was going to go down there and I was going to speak. And I memorized the entire 50-minute presentation. I believe it was 50 minutes, 5-0. And I memorized it. Literally everything. Every joke, every every word, everything was memorized. When I was going to go sip my water, everything was memorized because I didn't know what to expect and I wanted to just be massively prepared. I remember, uh, I remember being in my shower and reciting it over and over and over again. I didn't go see a single other person's presentation while I was there because I only wanted to focus on making sure that I was prepared for mine. I actually remember, I believe I was speaking on a Saturday, and I actually remember being upstairs in my room. I was staying at I was staying at the Hyatt in Louisville, Kentucky, and the the conference was downstairs. It was like it was like attached to a conference center. And I remember being in my room before, maybe an, two hours before I had to go speak, and I turned my TV up really loud. I think I was watching College Game Day. And I recited my presentation with that in the background because I wanted to be able to handle people standing up and walking out during it. I wanted to be able to handle adversity or people chirping or people doing stuff. I wanted to be able to handle all of that. Uh, and when I got up on stage, I remember being shockingly calm, cool, collected, and, and relaxed going through the process. And I knew it had everything to do with my preparation. I knew everything, everything, everything inside and out. I knew everything that was going to happen. I knew everything I needed to do, uh, and it it set me off on a really good a really good uh, pathway for the future as a public speaker. Because had that event gone poorly, or I got nervous, or I fumbled, or I didn't do as well as I thought because I was underprepared, public speaking may have had a different association with myself and my brain going forward, and I may not have been so interested in going forward with being a public speaker. So I think preparation is huge. And it's something that I do for every speech that I do. It's something that I do for these podcasts. And right now I'm staring at the bullet points and everything that I need to, I need to, I want to speak about in this podcast. I have, I have sheets, a, 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 like a, 
template of questions that I ask myself before I give any presentation because I really want to make sure that I'm prepared and serving my audience at a high level. Now that story about that story about uh, me speaking at in Louisville uh, really leads me in nicely to my next point, uh, and that is you have to be willing to take risks. I was I had not been a speaker I had not been a strength coach for a full year yet and yet I was applying and somehow got getting accepted to to speak at at this conference and you know it was I you know who knows why they why they picked me I I really have no idea but by putting myself out there I was giving myself these opportunities to really uh, blossom to really uh, elevate myself in the in the field uh, and as a public speaker, and I've always been I've always been willing to take risks ever since. I can remember, uh, you know, one of the things, one of the pillars of my of my my public speeches is energy and making sure that everybody is highly engaged in what we're doing. I want to make sure that everybody is learning and not just sitting there. I don't, I, I am, I dread being somebody who just reads off of a PowerPoint. I don't want to have it be very texty. Uh, if I could have no text on there at all, that would be perfect. I want there to be energy. I want people laughing. I want people hooting and hollering. I want the whole thing. I want it to be a presentation that you will always remember forever. And I can remember specifically uh, one of the things that I really wanted to get the audience to do before one of my presentations was I wanted to get everybody slow clapping. You guys know the slow clap words. And it just speeds up. Right. And what the idea behind it was, I was trying to, I was trying to inject some energy into the, into the audience. And I knew that I was like the sixth speaker of the day and I knew probably more than likely everybody else who was speaking was just going to be really bold, like dull, bland, reading off the slides. And then it was, then I wanted to, uh, then I wanted to be somebody who was going to have energy and really be a great speaker. And I remember going into the slow clap and I knew, I knew when I decided to do it in my preparation that I was going to be nervous. I knew that I was going to be, <sighs> tentative about doing it. And I knew that it was going to cross my mind. Like I can just skip it and just go on to the next thing. But in my mind, I always say, like, I think about where it is that I want to go. And I know I want to be somebody on the level of Tony Robbins as a speaker. I know I want to be somebody who's really, really strong uh, in that field. I want to be able to help people. I think public speaking and seminars and classes and all those things, podcasts and videos, I think all of those things can be really, really useful and helpful to my to my uh, to my users, to my customers, to my audience. And I want to be able to serve them at the highest level. And so much part of this, a huge part of that is taking those risks and finding the new ways, doing things that are a little outside of the box, a little uncomfortable on my end to serve you better on your end. Uh, so taking risks and and trying to do you know things that are make you a little uncomfortable that make you stand out that feel a little uncomfortable make you nervous to do i think those things are required of any great public speaker uh let's see what else we got on here take risks oh yeah the other thing number three on my list here is repetition and just getting your reps in you know i have spoken at all sorts for, 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 I mean, I don't know. I, geez, I very rarely turn down an opportunity to speak. I will speak. I've spoken at, I've spoken at conferences in front of a thousand people. I've spoken at small gyms in front of three. 
Uh, and every single every single time I speak, I try to I try to bring my A game. I I prepare just the same for a thousand as I do for three. Uh, and the more I do it, the more reps I get. You know, the first time I do something is far far less good than the last time that I you know the last time and, and the second and the third and the fourth and the fifth. Like each consecutive time that I do it. It gets better and better and better and better. So I'm constantly seeking out opportunities to do webinars. I mean, at this point, a year into this COVID uh, COVID situation, I'm a webinar king, man. I can I can I can do anything on a webinar, and it's just about getting your reps over and over and over again. And I'll I'll tell you a story. Is uh, this is just this just kind of popped up in my actually. You know what? I'm gonna. I'll save this for the. I'll save the story for the end. The last thing I want to ask you a question. So, if you see me speak at a seminar, right, and I am engaging, I'm dynamic. I am. In, I'm, I am. You know, we have a lot of activities. There's a lot of energy. Energy. And then you see somebody, maybe you, who is at the seminar, and they are. They have slides that are very texty. There's so much text. Uh, they're just reading off the slides. They're boring. They're bland. What is the what is the difference between that person and me? What is the real difference here? Why would one person be so energetic and a good public speaker? Versus somebody who's dull, boring, and a bad public speaker. What are the things that you're thinking in your head right now? Why that person would be different? What is the difference between those two? Because it's probably not what you're thinking. The difference between a dynamic, risk-taking, energetic public speaker, great public speaker, versus somebody who is boring, dull, and conservative on the stage is... They're the focus of me, the dynamic speaker, is on the audience. The focus of the boring, dull, crappy public speaker is on themselves. They're worried about how nervous they are. They're worried about, am I going to come off sounding smart? Do my pre is my presentation going to be good? Is this going to help me boost my career? While me, on the other hand, all that I care about is serving the audience. It doesn't matter to me what it is that I have to do to get my message across. It doesn't matter. I've, I remember I stood on top of a huge plyo box at a university I was talking at one time, jumping up and down, like really like creating a ton of energy in the room. And it was awesome. It was so much fun. And the audience loved it. I was so nervous going in to do it. But I knew that that was what the audience needed in order to receive the message I was going to give them that day. And they got the message versus probably got through the other seminar. So when you are going to become a public speaker, when you are going to prepare, do you want the anecdote to fear nerves, those butterflies? It is the focus that you put on the presentation. Are you trying to bump yourself up? Are you worried about your nerves? Are you worried about how good and smart that you sound? Or are you worried about the audience getting the message that they need to get? That is the most major difference from a public speaking perspective. And the last, the story I was going to tell you earlier uh, is I want you to know that 
I have had many failures on stage. I've had many instances where I forget what I'm going to say. I have had many instances of technology not working and having to wing it for a full hour, right? I've had all sorts of all sorts of uh, issues that have popped up. I've had I even had I even had I was giving an I was giving a long presentation like 4 or 5 hours or something and I even had I even had Oh man, this is great. I'm mean, so many are coming up in my head now. I remember I was given about a five, I think it was about a five or six hour presentation actually. And at the facility that we were at, there was a security guard sitting in the back who was on their phone and she was completely unwilling, had no feel whatsoever. And she kept speaking throughout the entire presentation. It was so awkward and uncomfortable and tense. Uh, and I had to find a way to power through. I remember I was doing a co-presentation with somebody out in uh out in Queens and the person who was speaking before me was so underprepared for the presentation. She was supposed to speak for like four hours and she spoke for like an hour and a half. So there was all of a sudden these people had paid like five, six hundred dollars to be there. Uh, I was certainly getting paid for it. And I all of a sudden we all of a sudden had this huge gap in time to to teach these people. And I had to I had to pull it out and 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 find that material and extend the present extend my own presentation, add some value literally at the drop of a dime. So I've had all these things, but I'll tell you this one story. I was speaking at Holy Cross University about a year ago, and it was for their strength and conditioning symposium or seminar summit, whatever they call it. And the night before I was watching like random YouTube videos and there was a, there was a video of Sebastian Maniscalco Sebastian Maniscalco is a comedian, really funny guy. I recommend him. He's, he cracks me up, man. And uh, he was telling he was telling the story about his first experience on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and apparently he went out to do his set, said his opening lines, and then completely blanked out, completely spaced, forgot everything that he was going to say. And uh, I, I guess Jimmy had to cover for him or something, but it was really uncomfortable. National television, in front of millions and millions and millions of people. And he recovered. I mean, he's a, he's a famous guy. He's really successful. He's doing everything well now. But the story was like, was wild. And they showed the footage of it. It was crazy. Like I, I felt for the guy in the moment. And for whatever reason, the next day I'm speaking at Holy Cross College and or the College of Holy Cross, I believe it's called. I'm up there and I'm, I'm, I'm weaving through the audience. And for whatever reason... It just popped into my head, that story. And I was like, man, that would suck if that happened to me right now. And it happened to me. I totally, totally, totally blanked on where I was going, what I was doing, what I was supposed to say. I had nothing, nothing. I had no clue where I was supposed to go. So I just was like, all right, we're just going to vamp this. We're just going to, we're just going to figure it out and say some stuff. And I, you know, I've spoken enough now where I, I have all these like bits I say that I do where just, uh, I've done it so many times. It's it's really easy for me to speak about it. So I basically just started talking about something completely random for like two minutes as I walked up to the podium to check my notes to make sure I knew where I was at, and then I made it back. But it was just kind of one of those things. And honestly, that presentation, the Holy Cross, is one of the best I've ever given, and it was just it's a funny story. Uh, and I also know that even if you forget what you're saying, it may lose like the uh, the electricity in the moment of what you're doing, but you can always get that back. The audience doesn't care if you forget. It's funny. You own it. You go back you check to see where you are and then you get the presentation going again. Uh, it's a it's you know, I think that and again, it's not worrying about yourself. It's worrying about the audience and making sure 
that you're delivering the right message to those people. So I think those are my four really basic and uh, important tips on how to become a really great public speaker. Uh, yeah, so I hope that was helpful to some of you guys. If it was, uh, do me a favor and like, comment, and subscribe and all that fun stuff to the podcast. And uh, we will see you back here tomorrow at 6 a.m. for the next episode of the Jean Light Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks so much for listening to that episode of the Sean Light Podcast. I know that it can be really challenging to try to put the pieces together yourself in this crazy world of podcasting and social media and books and courses everywhere. It can be really hard to figure out where to, what to do with all of the information, where to put it, how to actually install it into your own business. And that is ultimately the reason why I created the 4A Revenue, Revenue Coaching Program, because I wanted to be able to work one-on-one -on -one with people to show you the direct, straight line to the goals that you've set for your business. We have a six-week program. We have a four-month program. Each are a little bit different. Each have a little bit of a different strategy to them. Uh, but what we're looking to do is we're looking to create your client acquisition model. We're looking to raise your prices. We're looking to create a lot more cash flow injection into your business, help you sell like a freaking champion. Okay, if these are things that you're interested in, then go over to 4acoaching.com and book your free momentum call with me uh, where we will sit down and we will talk a little bit about your business we'll learn a little bit about each other and we can develop a strategy uh of how we're going to take you from where you are right now to where you want to be if that sounds good 4acoaching.com book your call there completely for free and we'll be talking to you on the phone in a little bit see you soon guys